like that. <laughs> See, Ron's in here giving you grief, Moan. This, this guy never, never okay. Just tunes in only to his job. And he's texting me while also talking trash to me. Yeah, you see how that goes. Ron Slay, Ramon's brother, is in here. Early. Let them know he's a little late. It's usually me that's late. Today was Moan. I don't know who won the money today. <laughs> DK, they're going to let us know who won it. That's for doggone sure, man. Is is they Look at that. Matthew Bond, 405. Golly. My goodness. Are we ready to start this? We're ready to start. I think my bill will have a good echo today. You ready? Mm hmm. That was good. And welcome to the Ramon Foster Show and what you're going to be calling Rapid Fire Friday on a regular basis here. Yeah. Uh, when we get to the Hey Moan segment today, which I'm pretty sure is the only segment that matters anyway. Only segment it, they care about. It's going to be like this, like this, like this, you know? Yes. Yes. Quick answers and quick questions. How about that, DK? That way we can get everybody I, in on I don't Friday. have a problem. I mean, you know what? We could cheat. They are, but it's funny. They're going right down to the doggone seconds, man. Trey Dogs at 404 and 58 seconds. I guess the over-under was 405. Is that what we're getting out of this, DK? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Everybody can relax a little bit. It's not that big a deal, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, but what again. we can talk about for, for our a brief opening segment today, mm -hmm. what we can talk about is the importance of punctuality. In the football culture, ironically. <laughs> okay. In what aspect, DK? What were we well, talking about? You tell me. Who was the who was the policeman in your outfit as to who would be late or early or whatever in the offensive line room? In the offensive line room? Was it was it five minutes early? Is that the rule? Uh just now for our room, it was really just be there before the door closed. For the okay. most part, I know some organizations put that, hey, five minutes early is on time. We never really subscribe to that in Pittsburgh because this was Coach Tomlin's thing. If we got to talk about non-football issues, then we're not talking and planning for football games and for us getting better. So the small stuff we didn't really harp on. I know some organizations do and did. I've, the most notorious one I've kind of heard of was uh, Coughlin. I think that was his five-minute early Five minutes early is actually being on time. Anything less than that is you're late. Yeah, he was a weird dude, though. He was. And in that era of, like, his coaching style of where football was, it was, you know, foul, get in line type of situations. It worked a little bit. I know some guys that, that went there as free agents or, you know, got traded there. And they were just like, man, we're out here talking about sock height what type of shirts and shorts we have on. As long as it's like team issue stuff, we should be good. Like it really, it adds an added pressure to the actual job of playing football when it's already tough enough. So we didn't really do that in Pittsburgh. Huh. So you yeah. were treated like grownups? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but don't say that, okay, because then you turn into a player's coach when you say that type of stuff, DK. Oh, I see how it goes. Well, in general, there. though, was punctuality a problem for anybody? Was there anybody who was, like, late? It wasn't a problem because we didn't make it a big issue. It really came down to... I see hey, what you're saying. Yeah, just be a job. Like, if somebody was late, you know what Coach T would do? Hey, mm. that's a fine. Let's move on. It wasn't even in the discussion. 
It was just like, I have the power to get a, a monetary transaction from you. So because of that, I have that power. I'll use that power if you abuse my freedom I give you. It was What's the, what was it fined? Uh quick fifteen hundred. <laughs> Just showing up. Like, like, yeah, that's 1500 on top of the head. Bang, let's go. Move on. You left that out. Uh, yeah, no, nah, it was 1500 Like, all right, you late? Okay, cool. <laughs> and, it, and what's crazy, there is flexibility, I think, in our contracts as far as it goes. They're, like, you can charge potentially by the minute. Uh, wait sometimes by the pound. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is there is a certain freedom that coaches and management get when you start doing talking about that type of stuff. Wow. Yeah, I did nah. not see 1500 coming. 1500 for being a minute late and they can pile on from there. So there is a, 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 a good bit of pressure to just do your job. Like, and it was kind of relaxed in a sense of just, Hey, we really have no, no issues with those types of things. Plus we were mostly a veteran led team for the most part. Yeah. Right. So guys kind of police themselves. Like you'd have myself or Marquis saying, hey, young fellas, let's be there and sit up front. Or you have Cam or somebody like Ryan Clark that, you know, is just understanding from the young guys. Like, hey, just do y'all job so we don't have to hear Coach Mouth. Like, it really was that aspect of it too, DK. Well, where'd the money go? That's what Rick Dilliard wants to know. where did the money go? Uh, charity. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, charity. Uh, whenever we got fined in our in our meetings too, it, that money went to charity. Or at the end of the year, it went to Kevin and his cook staff, or to our janitorial folks uh-huh. downstairs, okay. and to the trainers because their salary is way below ours. And I see some people saying fifteen hundred. Like I, I see our guy right here, Swan two sixty nine, uh, saying, "Well, I wish uh, fifteen hundred was quick for me too." Uh, and it's that's true. That fifteen hundred dollars for us would be, you know, just a bonus for, you know, the training room, equipment staff, cooks, custodians, front office clerks, and stuff like that. So that went a long way around Christmas time, too. That It's um, funny how you, you don't, these people who are the support staff mm-hmm. uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers and actually all three of Pittsburgh's teams, that the appreciation that they get shown internally oh. is, is, is hard to quantify. Uh, it, it is it, 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 because it's legitimate because they're doing it from the heart. Okay. Uh, your chef over at, uh, uh, on the South side, yeah, he's a subscriber to our site. He sees me come in. He treats me like I'm one of you guys, which is crazy. Cause I sure as hell am not okay? because yeah, DK. It's just because he has a passion for his job. It is he, that, has, he takes pride in it. And, and like you, you are be a part of the team. You do prepare our meals or get us ready for practice. You yes. do clean up after us. Uh, somebody asked a question the other day. I've ever seen Coach T rip somebody on the field. No. One of the main things I've – one of the biggest rips I've ever seen him give somebody was being disrespectful in the trainer room and being inside of the locker room or leaving towels, oh, wet, yeah. soggy towels in the showers. Oh, I've never seen him because that's a, a – a, what do you usually say? Common human decency. You got to at least be a good human to the folks that are serving you. And he was big on that, DK. Yeah, there's no there's no disrespect that I've ever laid eyes on. Not in the Steelers room uh, where you see somebody just showing up, somebody who, you know, uh, you, you know you're just minimum wage this or whatever else, oh. you know. Uh-uh, and, and that goes a long way, too. Like I said, if it's down to football stuff, let me find you real quick because that's the biggest thing I can get from him is hit your pockets. It's where he gets you. But when it came down to respect 
uh, just being a good person inside of the building, there was zero toleration for that. You you probably get cut if you went too far on something like that. Guys, we're going to get serious about Rapid Fire Friday, and yeah. we're going to do that right after we acknowledge again that yeah. it's the only segment that matters. That's hey, Moan. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Moan, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, mm-hmm. quality is at the core of every menu item. They have three expert chefs. Three. Three. Who find <laughs> every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they uniquely refer to as craveability. Order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today better believe it and share with you guys on a on a uh a more off the script note here is that there is a get-go cafe and market uh near saint vincent college uh there is one in latrobe that's expanded it used to be just gas and now it's the full deal Mm -hmm. Uh, by all means check it out okay either on your way or uh, on your way out uh, of the facility because what happens is you know you want food that can kind of hold up yeah yeah uh, one thing they do not have at saint vincent college is like it's not yeah. a, it's, it's not a food thing okay <laughs> no. don't go there thinking hey let's just go out to the hot dog stand uh-uh okay you're there <laughs> for the football so if you want to take if you want to get food do it out there in latrobe yeah absolutely absolutely dk you know we're gonna get started again a rapid fire Friday. It's going to be, don't be asking like, Hey Moan, what about your whole life? (laughs) (laughs) You know, come up with something like Robert Cotting. Hey Moan, what is your favorite scripture in the Bible? Philippians 4 and 13. That simple. It was a sports, it's a sports uh, verse. And it's also just a uh, life verse too. That that right there is my favorite one. I learned it in football. And I think it was it was honestly. Aaron Watts Steel. says, "Hey Moan, do you have a personal or favorite charity yourself?" Uh, I don't personally. I don't. I'll back other folks that do theirs, but not necessarily my own because it does take a lot of work and groundwork to sustain having a charity too, and everything's got to be above board too with the legal. Yeah, that's a, a bigger deal than most people yeah. might realize when doing that. Leverage says, hey, Moan, what would you consider to be a successful season for the Steelers in 2023? I start this one because I like this one. Because what is success? There's only one team that's going to win the Super Bowl. So the team that lost it, is the, is that not successful? Mm-hmm. This is And the scenarios of the season, too, how it worked out. Let's say Kenny lost three players as starters on his team. But Kenny also has like 4,400 yards passing or something like like That's still a successful season because your quarterback grew. I don't want to get into numbers, really. I expect certain this team to do certain stuff. But to say what success, success could be one or two or three players taking big steps and you still just teeter nine and seven. I hate to say that, but golly, that sounds dirty saying, or 10 and seven. I've got one playoff win. Yeah. Not, not get there. Win. Win yeah. a playoff game. Uh, Michael Patrick McCracken comes in with a $5 contribution. That's Thank appreciated. You. Asking me, are there any other cities that are lucky enough to, 
to be like us and to get info daily about their teams, like the daily shot podcast mm-hmm. that I do and so forth. Um, it's funny. We were just having a, a conversation here at the HQ uh, right before this show aired about how, what an outlier Pittsburgh is yeah. in a lot of ways. I, I don't ever pretend that our company succeeded without the significant help of Pittsburgh being a complete freak of a city <laughs> when it comes to sports. So yeah. my answer to that is, if there is, good luck to them. Yeah, definitely. I can't name one off top. Not even the New York teams. Mm-hmm. I Almost Boston, maybe. Buffalo? Boston, Boston would be up there. Eh, Buffalo's too small. You know? Uh, maybe. At, no, not even Atlanta. They got St. other Louis interests. is a good sports city. No, they've they only got the two teams, yeah, and well. now they've lost the yeah they lost the Rams. It wasn't really their fault, but you got to look at a mid market team to kind of mm-hmm. have that type of stuff. I think that Nashville does, but it's only two pro teams though too. That's right. Jim Fairfield yeah. says, "Well, they're trying to get baseball." Jim Fairfield says, "Hey, Moan, who was the toughest coach that you had as a pro rookie year? Larry Zerline. Not even close." Why do you say that? He was good for me, but boy, he was hard on rookies. They had just come off the friggin' Super Bowl. Like us snot nosed rookies, oh, me and Craig Urbic. And not, you were wasting his time. Oh my gosh. One of his most quotable quotes he had, and Willie Cologne tells it to this day. He was talking to me and Craig Urbic. He he was like, You know what you know, Ramon? Nothing. And Craig, you know even less than that. I was just like, dang. Like, and the vets just bust out laughing, but he rolled us, man. But it was good for both of us in our careers, though. Uh, Sticky B wants to know, hey, Moan, what was the best and worst ride that you rolled into Latrobe in? Best and worst ride? Uh, <laughs> Come down that one road. You're going to get attention? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't ever go to hell. No, not that one. Uh, I would have to say it's probably my 2009 Pontiac Bonneville. I came to camp in, uh, that was my car from college for a while. Uh, best vehicle I ever rolled into camp in probably my F two fifty truck. It don't get Mm -hmm. much more better than that to me. It is rapid fire Friday on the Ramon Foster show. And Luke comes in with, Hey Moan, did you ever try any long snapping? I don't know the answer to this. No, never. That is a hard deal. I don't know if y'all ever tried to throw a ball. I'm not sure how fast they go in between your legs on a spiral at a spot on the ground and not let it skip. That's a whole lot tougher than you think. Center is bad too, but long snapping DK, you ever gave it a, a, a spin? No, I watched Debo do it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you did. Debo thought he was good at it. Bad. And he wasn't. <laughs> bad. And so, then real quick, too, that is one of those positions that get rotated around, kind of like running back, by the way, too. As soon as you mm-hmm. get a certain age and you can't run down the field on punt, ooh, you are out of there. Uh, Gus Branch just became a member. We appreciate that. Anyone else who wants to become a member, go to dkps.net slash join. We're going to put that up on the screen here for you in a little bit so you can see it for yourself. DKPS.net slash join. I have no idea what this means. Toddy wants to know, hey, Moan, do any Amish people follow the Steelers? <laughs> do they have TVs? I think they have, they have electricity. They have electricity. Yeah. I'll just, uh, the Amish people, I'm just picturing the Weird Al video. The, uh, yeah. What was it uh, called? Uh, 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 somebody golly. help us out here. Amish Paradise. Amish Paradise. The, yes. His version of uh, was it Gangster Paradise? Gangster Paradise. Paradise uh, yeah, with Coolio. Yep, absolutely. It's the 
best Weird Al video of them all. You know what's and hilarious? That's saying something. Get me uh, evil on your hiney. Matt Matt Filer is from a very Amish part of uh, I think Pennsylvania or yeah, yeah. He's from that area, big time. I didn't know that. Yeah, Matt's actually seen him. Like, he's, he's had some weird stories about like how they they kind of per- are perceived or whatever. Definitely. Yeah, Ryan Lytle says too. No electricity off the grid. Off the grid. Hey, uh, turning the butter. Oh, and building swing sets. I think it was churning the butter. Yeah, it's churning. It's churning. Yeah. <laughs> turning the butter makes no sense. It's just, just churning. What are we doing, man? Chris Horner claims butter. to have inside information that the Amish follow baseball. What's that even mean? Like, how would you know that? How do we even know that, Rich? Amish off the grid. Monday okay, we're losing. Our, we're losing our. We are. This, our rapid fire no, this is Friday. more like a history lesson Mojo, right now. Bob Schreiner wants to know, guys, how many sacks do you think the Steelers will have this year? We we touched on this yesterday, did, Bob. Yesterday. Uh, didn't we end up with like 148? Yeah, I think it was uh, 242 <laughs> is the number. Uh, but we were asked about TJ and Hi- uh, and Alex, and I said 13 for Alex would be good, and I say 18 for TJ would be killing it again. Those are the two I'm 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 worried about because to say a blitz is gonna get home or hey how many blitzes earn sacks is a lot although we are known as Blitzburg. That's correct. Jack yeah. Flex says, uh, "Hey Moan, any memories of a player showing up just flat out showing up out of shape?" Uh, we had a scenario or two. I've seen a wide receiver and I've seen a linebacker on a condition test, and I always tell you guys, and it's so true, the condition test ain't hard. I'm not sure if it's uh um. Uh, uh, anxiety that get those guys or just they're going too fast. But only way you can tell a player is out of shape is if they fail that test. And I've seen that happen a couple times where guys are just cannot pace themselves, DK. One thing Dolly wanted uh, me to mention to everybody today is that we had a bunch of gift memberships and some of them are still sitting there unclaimed. Make sure Ooh. that you uh, have it. I guess it's either checked or unchecked or something. Uh on yeah, on YouTube absolutely. to make sure that you can accept gifts that you're set that you're set for that here. Uh Brady wants to know, hey Moan, will George Pickens have a Chase Claypool like second season? How? Please tell us no. And I'm guessing that's a sophomore slump. Uh Chase came in very hot, man. Um, as far as his career. Uh, and I'm not sure if he got pulled in certain directions with how he was operating as a pro, but I'll tell anybody this, and I hope George Pickens, which we hadn't heard much from him this offseason, knock on wood, boy, because we need to just get him to camp. As long as he stay professional, keep his head down, and just roll with the punches, he's going to be fine. Guys having a bad year or slump, that ain't necessarily the worst thing. It's a matter of can you bounce through and what the scenarios look of you having a bad uh, a bad year. It can be a lot of things of why you had a bad year. Kerry comes in with, hey, Moan, you ever have any day one nerves uh, for training camp or the day before training camp, did anybody around you? Uh, yeah, I did just because the, the the anxiety and pressure of performing in camp is always a thing. You know, am I good enough? It's always the question. I feel like every athlete will ask themselves that, which is why you go so hard. Okay. Um, but you don't really have any issues on the practice field the first couple of days because you're, you're not in pads. I did feel that pressure, I guess, and nervousness the night before we did go in pads because it's such a physical sport that you just got to have your mind right. Once your mind and body is conditioned for it, you're good. I love this. Dave says, hang on, having a hard time getting it up here. Here it is. This is the first time I've seen this show on a television, 
and my eyes are very wide. Yins are huge. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but really different. You know, I, I think there's a lot of people that don't realize the different ways that you can see or just hear yeah. this show, including live. You can play the audio in your car. You can play it on your phone. You don't have to be watching us. We don't. We're not that entertaining visually, you know. <laughs> but no, yes, no. there's a YouTube app available on on any smart TV, and you can put us on there. Yeah, uh, anytime as well. Here, Randy Wagner wants to know who's your favorite journalist of all time. DK. Okay, come on. DK. What else? No, seriously. Else. Uh Stuart Scott, journalist, right? That's interesting. Stuart Scott. That's just an interesting choice. The flavor and swag that he had with him, too. I'll say this one, too. I don't think he's a, a journalist, mm. but I like Lewis Reddick. Very good. I mean, look, once you cross that line, yeah. this, this goes for you, too. Once you cross <laughs> that line, you're over there. Okay, Lewis Riddick is really good Riddick. at what he does. And just because Lewis Riddick uh, has sports executive pedigree yeah uh and it's probably going to end up you know in that spot yeah. doesn't mean he's doesn't mean he's not media i i love the Stuart scott choice because i remember when Stu came along yeah at the very beginning it was like mm -hmm. what's he doing what's he doing and guess what within a few years yep. everybody was doing it to this day a lot yeah. of those people that are in that lane are doing those exact same things because of uh Stuart scott definitely uh, that's that. That's a very, very good choice here. And Ryan points out to RIP mm -hmm. uh, on Stuart Scott here. Uh, and Josh I'll points say this. out RC is very good. I'll tell you what, what no yeah. one is surprised yeah. by this. Nope. Not one person is surprised that Ryan Clark was able to hit it in the media. No, and I'll say this. As RC has been able to do it the way he did, the way he's doing it right now, be a pro about it. I don't care if you're from the best school in the world for journalism – if you are a, a buzz punk about it, don't do it, please. Don't be mm -hmm. an agitator. Yep. Just be good at it. Darren Watt proceeds with our rapid fire Friday and says, hey, Moan, <laughs> how many international stamps are in your passport? Uh, surprisingly, not a, a, a ton. I'm probably under 20 because football took up the majority of my time traveling. And now, of course, having kids that are super busy, too. That's the biggest thing I have going on right Wait, now. 20 is not exactly a low figure for most people. I, I, it's under, though. You know what okay. I'm saying? I'm, I'm probably closer to 12, if that many, because of Did you training. get any on the cruise just now uh no because it was in uh because it's, yeah it yeah, was over it, the boat it, i think yeah yeah everything everything's a little different when it's uh when it's by sea it is yep 100 uh, correct thomas harper comes in as a new member we appreciate that dkps.net slash join is where to go to become one yourself here steelers girl has a good one here she says hey moan do we think Nick Herbig sees the field this season? I like that kid for some reason. Guess what, Steelers girl? So does he. I do, too. I told you. <laughs> when you mentioned having a rotation of three the other day with TJ and Alex, mm -hmm. I was thinking of Nick. I was. I'm a fan, but he's got to go prove it. And, and it, it really goes down to this right here, and this is barbaric, DK. But from my guy, Luke, he, he said who had the biggest hit at training camp and how loud was it? Oh, it really boils down to the backs on backers. For a guy mm -hmm. like Nick Herbert, am I right? It does. He who had the loudest hit, probably Bud or Rosie versus uh, uh versus somebody on the other side of the ball. Roosevelt Nick will stick you. Him and Vince Williams, I think he had to tell him, y'all got to stop. It's over. We're we're, we're good. Uh, but yeah, Nick Herbert has to shine in that event, and that's barbaric as heck to say, DK. It it is, but that you know, it's football. 
It is. You know, it's full. Tommy exactly. says, hey, Moan, what's your take on those LSU air-conditioned helmets? Won't last. I think it's cute. I think it's a great news article, but to charge up batteries and have guys out there with electrical components in their head that's not a microphone to tell them to play, I think is gimmicky and will not last. I could be wrong, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm standing on that one. Siobhan Grant says, hey, Moan, with all the roles that a guy like Connor Hayward can play on an offense, what would you say is his ceiling? That's the thing. You don't even need a ceiling for a guy like him. Mm-mm. He's in a position, the more you can do, the longer you stay around. He has to be a jack-of-all-trades because is he, are you going to put him in front of uh, Pat? Are you going to put him in front of, uh, of of anybody else that's position-specific? No. He needs to be able to go out there in the offensive set, play special teams, and also be a guy to step up when necessary in a lead block. He doesn't have a ceiling is the way I look at it, and I don't think he would have an issue with that being the case. Ryan Lytle wants to know, hey, Moan, who's going to be the biggest surprise in Latrobe? It could be the guy I just named, Nick Herbig. It could be. Simply because this is an outside linebacker team. And if you know what I mean, DK, and he goes out and shine, uh, plus defenders I feel like have a better jump on, you know, uh, developing themselves a little bit in, in, in football, I could see him being the guy, being one of the biggest surprises. And it's not a surprise he's a high draft pick, but – to jump on the scene of whooping people's butt weekend day in and day out. I can see that. Toddy is ridiculous. Oh my. Toddy wants to know who wins in a fight, Heinz or AB. What? Can I try this one? Please. Okay. Heinz. However, however, AB would then go like get a gun or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he would pretend that Heinz is the punter. And, like, go and karate kick him or something else that's yeah. dirty. So the fight would just continue perpetually. It would never end. But I'm taking A.B. because A.B. is a ball of muscle. I, I'd roll oh. with that. Heinz, man. Heinz is so – I don't know. We're Hines, talking about peak. Heinz – yeah, he was mean. I forget about that. I'm thinking about coaching sideline, Heinz. Heinz did stuff to the Ravens that hasn't been done by any other human. Yeah. Okay, just because he's a wide receiver doesn't mean we forget that. What? AB is just quick though. I don't know how quick Hines is. Oh, I don't know that. That's where you getting it. I don't know where. Pete Hines had plenty of quickness. Um, look, I got some Hines coming here. A bunch of Hines. Hines. Look at this Hines, Hines, (laughs) Hines. Brady believes that I have no chill today. It's just because of the gun reference. I got Hines, Hines, Hines. Look at all this. Steelers girl thinks I'm in this. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at that right there. Hines would perfect him. <laughs> Hines would perfect him, but then A.B. would drop kick him. Yeah, he would. Like he's a Cleveland punter. Can you imagine having a, being a franchise having both of those guys? There's a like, rule for Hines and not A.B., says Josh. Ooh, that's very true. That's Tube very dude true. says, hey, Moan, is it time to start looking to draft Cam's replacement? If you're a smart organization, you start, yeah. Yeah, uh, I it's thought just, it might have been this year. I thought it was too, but Cam Maybe. has not slowed down whatsoever, and I don't know when that is. And truthfully, it'll be good to uh, have Cam in the fold to kind of train up a guy, even if he's back next year. Uh, I actually thought Cam was going to get an extension this year. So, uh, so much of the, the, what what my knowledge is, I guess, about what's what's what in this league. Ron says, "Which rookie are you guys looking forward to seeing battle the most in training camp? Roderick Jones or Joey Porter Jr." Broderick Jones, uh, for this reason right here. He's just so young. Uh, you know he's a super athlete. 
Uh, and I kind of want to see what that looks like from a high uh, SEC team like Georgia to the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a case study for guys being drafted out of Georgia somewhat. So I kind of want to see how it translates over on a defense-led team like the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know? I do. I'm, out of Broderick Jones or Joey Porter Jr., I'm going to take Darnell Washington. Dar- Ooh. Well, <laughs> I know one-on-ones, I'm expecting Darnell to win about 90% of them, though. Uh, this is good here. Uh, DeMond yeah. Brown wants to know, hey, Moan, is it possible to get Pouncey back on here during training camp? He did. We we got a lot more to go through for him. That would be a good mm-hmm. thing. Player, mm-hmm. Possibly on the player's day off. There's a part two that he and I didn't finish for sure. All right. Hanover Fist wants to know who's the baddest on the sled. Heath Miller, not even close. Yeah, it's a, he, they should just be named the Heath Miller sleds. It should. His punch, man. Earl, golly, had one of the hardest. He got some hard hands, and he took pride in that too. I, I am going to give it up here, though for a couple of guys who didn't necessarily start off great on the sleds. And that's your, your current veteran tight ends between Pat Fryermuth and Zach Gentry, especially Gentry. Yeah. I know you're laughing because you saw the coach would ride him constantly, but you know what? It worked. He got it. Mike Tomlin lived by these sleds. Actually, he'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. But man, him and Gentry. This is why I don't think Gentry's going to – when you talk about the, the the tight end depth chart, no, no, Gentry might not make the team yeah. or whatever else. He's not going anywhere because they 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 brought him up on the sleds. I know, and he's also on the, the, the schedule release video. Like, y'all, again, y'all got to read the writing on the wall sometime. This also takes me back to the uh, the Gonoszewski conversation you had that you said Coach Tomlin had with him. great, yeah. He, he rolled Zach. Till he doesn't have to ride Zach anymore. But he also know now Zach Gentry is a pro about working, right? And that's all he was really telling Gunner the other uh during training camp, DK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Favorite Barber reminds everybody to give us a like. If you're not a member yet, come in at DKPS.net slash join. There you see it right there on your screen yeah. there. Uh Robbie asks, why'd you call Heath Earl? Y'all don't know for real. Go ahead. Earl is his first name. Yeah. He's, he's Earl. Earl Heath Miller. <laughs> what I really call him is the Godfather. Now, you don't need to know that name right there, okay? He actually got a lot of Godfather. That wasn't just from you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's the Godfather. His he, first name is Earl. Yeah. No, Coach Tomlin will just yell out something. Get him, Earl. It's, it's <laughs> very fascinating. Brandon yeah. Clark says, hey, Mona, DK. Me and my 10-year-old are going to our first Steelers game in November against the Packers. What are some cool places in Pittsburgh for a kid to enjoy? Want me to get that one? Uh, I'll tell him the incline, Mount Washington, yeah. Lookout, those two for sure. Kid I don't remember that. Strip District uh, It's pretty cool. Downtown. When is that game, actually, DK? It's, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, if it's later in the year. Late. I think it's later. It's closer to uh, closer to Thanksgiving, yeah. Closer to Thanksgiving. Go see the holiday decorations around downtown. You can't. I sound like a Pittsburgher right now. I sound like a, you know, I said downtown. I like that. Yeah. You hear that? Wow. Yeah. Point State Park is a great place for a kid. Just let him run loose. Don't worry about it. Nothing but flat grass for a quarter of a mile. Uh, the big yeah, fountain, what? the world's tallest continuous running fountain down there at the end. Uh, there's also, well, we, well, there's Children's Museum. When you're 10 years old, Children's it's Museum. Still cool. is, uh, it's still kind of cool. You can go there. Uh, also, the Carnegie Science Center, as she's chiming in here, more than anything, it's right over next yeah. to Akershire Stadium 
a great place for a 10-year-old. Four pictures, the smokestacks in the waterfront. There you go. That's way out in Homestead, but yeah, that's, that's Homestead. Char- Charlie Batch territory. Yeah, you say uh, way out. That's like ten minutes from downtown. <laughs> I don't leave. Eric Shulo says, "Hey, Moan, how long until Broderick Jones becomes a starter oh, at left tackle?" That's tough to say because Dan Moore ain't going out without a fight. The longer he waits, the better your team is. I'll say that. If Dan Moore doesn't get in automatically, then, I mean, if if Broderick Jones doesn't get in automatically, that means Dan Moore is having a good season. That doesn't mean that's a knock on the young fella, Broderick Jones. It just means that everybody's picked up their play. They've created a room, a building, a team full of competition right now, y'all. Fishing for Trout wants to come see our headquarters down here, wants to know where he should park. Right there, dude. Right across the street. <laughs> park across the street. Just make it quick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because things, yeah, things are pretty much back to normal down here, which means, you know, there are tickets and so forth. That, that said, we also have all kinds of garages around here as well. And the parking is not that expensive. I got uh, one. You ready? Yep. Who's the funniest coach? Go ahead. Easily, Danny Smith. <laughs> yeah. Nonstop. Even when he doesn't mean to be. No, he is a hilarious human being. Coach T got some co- co- uh, comedian in him also. Who else was – oh, when you when you got Coach Mitch going, he'd be, like, chastising guys, but it's funny his delivery of you on the other side of it, not the receiving end of it, DK. Mm-hmm. Brady wants to know how far from uh, far from PPG. I don't know if you mean the arena or if you mean PPG's world headquarters here. If you mean the world headquarters, like the skyscrapers, yeah, we're like a block and a half from there. It's downtown, man. There's nothing very far yeah. from anywhere else here. Uh, Bob Schreiner wants to know what if we see Broderick Jones at right tackle if Dan Moore holds his ground? Nah. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think we kind of overthinking this. If Broderick is close, as close as Dan Moore, then Broderick Jones will play. What you have right now, though, is a trade asset, if necessary, or death. I, it's just as simple. Yeah, Ryan says, uh, hey, Mo, just want to say you and DK are appreciated for giving this East Tennessee guy something to do each afternoon. Other way around, man. Yeah, yeah. Other way around, Ryan. You've been a big, big part of this little community that we're building here uh Definitely. eddie harlow says chooks isn't going anywhere well let's see what chooks has to show yeah to that end you know what i'm saying definitely absolutely uh, brady's bringing up that it's it's the arena that he meant oh, uh, not not the headquarters i mean we're both on fifth avenue the arena's in that direction it's exactly an 11 minute walk and i i make that all the time yeah i was gonna say <laughs> that's like a five minute drive depending on traffic right well, yeah, it's easier to walk it. Yeah, it's a, it's exactly 11 minutes. Yeah. Um, this one is uh, from Antonio Jackson, who says, Hey, Moan, who should be the next to go in the Steelers all of, Hall of Honor? Hall of Honor? Oh, geez. We just spoke about guys getting their just due, didn't we? Yeah. Um, Let me call up the list. Ike? I mean, there's still a long way to go with that thing. Yeah, I, mean, I don't it think is. I don't know if people, this this thing is not a, a completed process by any stretch. Even though they put a lot of different people in the first couple of years, because you, there were certain guys that you just couldn't leave out of the right. first ballot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm looking through this list here, and it looks like there's already about 40 in there. But I guarantee you, and then, those were kind of the automatics. Yeah, like if you're in the Hall of Fame, you're gonna be in the Hall of Honor. I know, and Pittsburgh got a big number. So you just start there, and you've got a big number, right? Yeah. 
So uh, who's know. next due up? I'm gonna say I can say a name, but I'll probably be leaving somebody out. The one that comes to mind that I played with for sure mm-hmm. is not in the Hall of Fame and probably won't. Pittsburgh loves him as Ike. Is Troy on it yet, or Troy just had to get in the Hall of Fame first and then he get you the have Hall to, of Honor? Troy is in. Okay. Yeah. the 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 guideline is that you have to be retired for at least three seasons. You must have played for the Steelers for a minimum of three seasons, and of course, you know you should be good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what what is defined as good? Because I know fans hate certain guys, but we as teammates love them as players and as people. You know, like it's a fine line on who is and who isn't sometimes, I feel like. I think the next wave that you're going to see here is going to be from the, the 2009 Super Bowl, the 2005 to the 2009 Super Bowl mm-hmm. champions. But, like, I'll give you an example right now. Uh, of a name that's not on here and sure as hell will be is James Harrison. James Harrison. Okay, so how long's how long's Debo been down? Debo's uh, been uh, he's been before me, so okay, he's so, yeah he's three plus. So okay, so there that'll be. I think that's going to be the best answer that you can get on that. I'm seeing Jason uh, Gilden name come up numerous times over here. Yeah, and see, stuff like this, like Carnell Lake is is that's the, what you, you were what just saying. At. That right there is okay. You say okay. Carnell Lake. What about Levon Kirkland? You know. Okay. One, you know, Pounce is an obvious one. Pounce Absolutely. we're going to be talking about for something else here. Oh, so I, I, like Willie Parker. A, another one. Like, was it long enough considering the running back position? I mean, sure. so look at the look at the role he played in an actual ring. I, I okay? know, especially those ring teams, too. You that, know, that like counts. The Steelers girl wants to know if you can see the Hall of Honor when you go to a game. I got oh, yeah. better news for you than that. You can see it anytime you want. The Steelers now have a museum that's open to the mm-hmm. public that's right next to their pro shop on the side of Akershire Stadium that faces PNC Park. Yep. Uh, right on I don't there. think a lot of people realize that. They think that it's kind of like closed or something. No, the stadium for the most part is open too. Like you can shop there. Dr. Shadow wants to know if an injury to a teammate ever affected your play on the field. Uh, Pounce and Shay. Pouncing shaves there. Oh, uh, AB getting knocked out like that also. Uh, seeing that, that. Was, people forget that. That was, that was brutal, man. He looked like like he's like lying there, like motionless. Yeah, yeah uh, I was around with some of those, you know, big hits that James Harrison delivered to Cincinnati Bengals and Cleveland Browns too. Like I had to see those and have to wonder, like, do we as a team have a target on our back, DK? Because you get one of their players, or you have the the They're reputation. Of knocking folks out, they come for you too. So yeah, yeah, they 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 that's that's a very fair thing here. Uh, before anybody goes too far on these Hall of Honor things here, like I'm seeing a complaint here already that Elsie Greenwood isn't in. He's in. Elsie's in. Yeah. And also, it says Farrier's already in. Yeah, we didn't mention Farrier. I thought I did, or somebody did mention. Oh really? Him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said Farrier and Foot. Like Foot has a real strong case to be in too. DK. Hmm. Yeah, Kerry says, hey, Moan, I've heard Mike Tomlin talking about Shazy's injury. Emotional to listen to how hard it is to play on straight after that. It wasn't straight after. There was a there was a pretty good delay. It was a long – I actually thought it was going to end the game. Uh, I thought the game was over. Like, there's no way we can go out. Like, that's guys crying, breaking down both sides of, of the stadium, not having an idea what was going on, too, seeing the ambulance roll out there. Hey, uh, it's, it, it, very, it really is. You know, not only did the game go on, but it was a spectacular game. It was. Like, remember? It was. I mean, it, and a lot of people don't remember. 
because of everything that happened, but it was the most dramatic finish and everything. Mm -hmm. You know, another one of those games that you stole. Yeah, we did. From them on their field. I'll say this, though. I think that game affected them way more than it affected us, though, too. Because uh, at least for the O-line, D-line interaction, their guys were just more or less just like, all right, let's just get through this. They were that way more than we were. It was kind of weird. It was a weird ending. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darren Watt wants to know if we just got through a whole week without a Matt Canada reference. Well, we did. We did. We had. And then you you had to come along. Yeah. Come on, Darren. As good as you are, man, you give it and you take it right back away, man. We didn't have to do this right before camp supposed to start. Last Friday, without football for the next six-plus months. You know what? That is so the best way to look at this particular program. Yep. You know, it really is. Last Friday without football for the next six plus months. And here's the last question of the last Friday without football. It comes from Luke who says, what, what was the worst field to play in condition wise? This one's a little easy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I got one, uh, for sure. Hall of fame game. Hall of fame game. Hall of Fame game. I thought you would mention the uh, the Jets or the was it the no it was the Dolphins at home. Dolphins at home. Remember, was the, pretty. The, it looked well, like the the surface of the moon. But you know, you don't talk about Heinz Field Lee like that. It was almost like, hey, don't mention it, don't say it. <laughs> it was always that. Uh, and I was close to the grass guys too. But this was another one uh, when they were in uh, Oakland. Oakland, terrible. Even oh, the when, infield. The infield. You were yes. sliding all over the place. Or even when they put the dirt down, it was even worse. Like because the, the dirt wasn't adhering to the ground the way they needed it to. Because it wasn't dirt; it was sand. It yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. sand, which which is so much worse. Yes, it was. They were pretty bad. I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, Green Bay wasn't beautiful in December. It was terrible. The tundra. It was terrible. The ground was soggy. They got like threaded fake grass in the ground with real grass. Also, theirs was bad in December. Those, those, those are my three: Hall of Fame game, Green Bay, and then Oakland when That's they were good, a team. Good, good stuff here. Mark Cunningham says another great show. It was been a really good week here, actually. Solid, solid, uh, and that is thanks to the people who are watching and participating, driving. Yeah, exactly. Who would win a dance-off is the best question of the week between Hines and A.B. Yeah, why are they fighting? The fight. Yeah, why are they fighting? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a better question, Jax. That's a better question. Who I got? I got Hines. I think he's a little bit more smooth. Ooh, see, this time I'm taking A.B. What? Yeah, this time I'm taking A.B. Yeah, A.B.'s got, got, AB's got moves. Yeah, yeah, well, Hans just seems smooth, though. <laughs> I got Hans. All Hines. right, guys, we will hook up again on Monday. Yeah, we and will. we will be talking football. And better, better yet, we will be heading hard into real and actual football. Yes, we will. I got this one too. Best rookie talent show, I guess. Cresden Butler ain't even close. Wow, Cresden Butler not even close. He did by far the best imitation of coach Tomlin. I almost thought he was going to get fired. It was so good. <laughs> it was <laughs> that good. Oh yeah, he was there. And he was just looking like, Oh my, hey, you can't be talking about me in a laughing manner. Oh everybody, God. everybody to a man thought Cresden Butler was going to get fired. Cause he, he mocked coach T that good DK. 
He, it was the eyes. He the whole thing. Oh my gosh! The hat on his head, the head down when he talked to you, and everything. Oh, it was great. Wow, President Butler, by That's far really one of good the stuff. best to do it. Yeah, no, I can't do the impression either, Brady. <laughs> Carl Ebersol gets us closed off here for the day by becoming a member. Thanks to everybody. You can do that after the show too. Just mm-hmm. go to dkps.net slash join. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's it, right, Moan? That's all it, man. All done. All done. Camp starts up next week. Yep, we got nothing else. That's it. There's no yep. reason to stick around, y'all. Yep, yep. bye. Here's, Here's another a verse. Glare on it. What does it say? It says, it's Proverbs 2717. Oh. Iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpen another. This is the ultimate camp verse. This is what camp is about. Iron sharpening iron. And this one's really good. It's in my office, too. It's where'd just you a get, life. Where'd one. you get that? Uh, my neighbor actually gave it to me. I'm a Steeler fan. Uh, he also played at the University of Tennessee. George, man, he gave this to me. Uh, he was like, I think you, you'd like this one right here. And I was like, yeah, I do. Iron sharpen iron. You were very, very quick with that answer. Yeah, absolutely. That's my guy, too, man. He's such a good dude. Uh, but this is another one. But this is what camp is all about. It is iron sharpening iron is it. Because if you're not pushing hard, the guys around you aren't going to get any better either. You just got to keep it clean. You got to keep and keep yes. the head cool. And keep it on the field. That's yeah. all that matters. You got to understand whatever somebody else's motor is, you better match it or get pushed over, but never take it personal. That's one thing mm-hmm. Cam and I learned about each other. Because you know that was a sticky competition. It's just, hey, I know how you work. You know how I work. Let's just do this thing and go back to the locker room safely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark Cunningham says, uh, will you all still do the show while I'm in Latrobe? Yeah, we're yeah. going to pull it off. Yeah, we'll we're going to pull it off. off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, guys. Monday. Last day. Yep. No football. That's right. Bye. See you. All right.